Welcome to this week's podcast of The Uneven Road with Dr. Bill Hennessy. As leaders, not all of us are called to the easy places. The roads we're called to travel can be really uneven. Building on his rich experience as a pastor, missionary, educator, and leadership coach, Bill brings encouragement, conversation, and new ideas to help you better communicate Christ's hope to the people you are called to serve. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. I'm here with my good friend, Dr. Scott Townsend from the Trinity Bible College and Graduate School, where he serves as the assistant dean for our grad school. Scott, it's great to have you with me today. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. So I understand that you just got finished with a new book, and I'm anxious to hear about it. I thought maybe the listeners uh, would enjoy hearing about it because uh, I think you've raised some important issues for us. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, the book is called Jesus Table Talk. The idea behind it is that it's looking at the different uh, table events that Jesus had in the book of Luke, uh, the different kinds of banquets and what's called symposium or the teaching, uh, the teaching times around the table that Jesus had. And what we can, what can we as Christians learn from that? Uh, there are different settings that Jesus places himself in, whether it's at a banquet or a big party with Levi, uh, the outcast tax collector. How did he handle himself with Levi? How about the woman who uh, barged in the party, who she interrupted the party, and uh, she became the host to Jesus that Simon the Pharisee refused to be? Uh, Some of those situations, how do we handle people like that? Or how do we even handle uh, situations where we can draw people into a relationship with Jesus um, in in different different settings uh, where we find ourselves uh, that I think can be um, drawn out of the stories that are found in in Luke uh, around the table? Well, we want to draw our inspiration from Scripture, that's for sure, and most importantly, to draw our example from Christ. So, uh, you know, what's interesting, though, is if I look around uh, American culture anyway, It doesn't seem like anyone's listening to anyone else. It's more a matter of shouting our opinions and making sure that our cause is heard. Uh, How do you speak to the idea of creating conversation again and using that perhaps as a tool of bringing someone to Christ? I think think this idea behind table talk is is an important important one for us to to think about. And what I think about that is that we as, as... uh, Americans in our own culture, we have such a, a, a love for food. We have a love for uh, things that draw us to the table or at least a metaphorical table. Uh, we enjoy those kinds of opportunities to provide those kinds of conversations, whether it's the 4th of July, hanging around with people around a, uh, around the campfire or it's some other setting, uh, be it Christmas or Easter or you name it, um, a birthday. Uh, we find ourselves around the table for whatever reason, and we can take those opportunities to begin conversations to talk about Jesus, to talk about maybe some needs in the other people's lives, or just simply just to, to start a conversation to work somebody into a position of discipleship uh, with, with Christ through your own life and through your own stories. I think that's really interesting. One of the missionary lessons I took home from Africa was that it's always relationship before ministry. Mm-hmm. And, and I hear that in the way that you're approaching this. Uh, so if we were to talk today about uh, our audience that's listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. most of these folks are engaged in ministry, many of them uh, far off the beaten path, mm-hmm. doing what God called them to do. Uh, but I'm sure if they're in church ministry, they're trying to get visitors inside mm-hmm. their church. Uh, but I get the impression that you believe we're missing an important yeah. step in getting them yes. there. Yeah, I think we are. Uh, you know, we, 
we've had so many, so many times in the past where we've encouraged people to come into the church. I think there was a time of evangelism where we realized, okay, that's not going to happen. Let's go out to the community. But there's always been this, this concern, okay, how do we do that? How do we encourage that kind of conversation or those kinds of uh, opportunities? And I think the table is a great way to do that. As a family, uh, in, a, in a church, open your house to people. Uh, get to know people in your neighborhood. Get to know neighbors that maybe don't know Jesus. Invite them over for a dinner and just begin the conversation of relationship. Uh, and, and as you begin that conversation, you begin to learn more about one another and the times that are right to begin to develop that understanding of who Jesus is in your life and who he could be in, in their life as well. I think as I'm listening to you, one of the reasons I would get nervous is because uh, we're accustomed to having scripts that we follow, whether it's the four spiritual yes. laws or yes. uh, evangelism explosion mm -hmm. or some such thing from the past. Yeah. But I'm thinking that uh, the, the danger here is this is unscripted. Yeah. And yes. we might run into conversations we weren't really yes. ready to handle. How do you suggest that we deal Definitely. with that? Well, it's interesting because I'm glad you brought that up. There are several stories that Jesus found himself in that, um, I mean, they were certainly unscripted. Uh, when Jesus was at the table, invited by Simon the Pharisee, uh, and you'll read about that if you have a chance to read the book. But the, the issue there is that Jesus is invited as supposedly a special guest and wasn't treated as a special guest by Simon. Well, a, a party crasher barges in and begins to treat Jesus like the guest he should be treated as. Uh, this woman begins to cry her, her eyes on his feet, uh, her, her, her tears on his feet, wipe his feet with her hair and kiss his feet, uh, doing the kinds of things that Simon the Pharisees should have done, uh, providing him with water to wash his hands and feet and, and, ha and hair and so on. Um, she became a better host. She became more hospitable just out of sheer uh, love and, and admiration for Jesus than Simon the Pharisee did. And, and that's the kind of situation that you're going you're gonna to come into. Uh, you're going to find just almost an organic kind of a situation that can begin a conversation. Um, rather than following these four spiritual laws or following some other, other scripted uh, responses, what I think this, can, this book encourages is to just begin the conversation and begin to learn uh, the kinds of lifestyles that people have lived and realize that Jesus isn't afraid of that. He's not afraid of the lifestyles that we've lived in the past or the lifestyles that people live currently uh, of those who live across the street from you. Uh, he, he's not... Uh, he's, he's not the kind of person that stood away or apart from the crowd uh, to, uh, to not get involved. He was deeply involved right in the middle of a situation. And, um, and the conversation went where, where it went. And in some cases, it was quite an interesting situation. Uh, but uh, I think what we can find in these, in these uh, scenarios is that it's important for us to, to be the kind of Christians that place ourselves in situations, or at least are willing to place ourselves in situations that encourage, uh, uh, encourage conversation and encourage an interest into, uh, into knowing who people are, where they are, and then eventually, hopefully, leading them into a knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. I think that's really critical. You know, my wife, Marie, and I have made a, a lifestyle out of the statement that you find out what's important to your spouse and you make it important yes, to you. 
Absolutely. And I think the same thing would hold true with anyone in our community. If we begin to find out what they value and we show that that's important or significant, even if we disagree with where they're at uh, spiritually or the way that they live their lifestyle, if we can find some link uh, to enter into their world on common ground, then that begins a friendship that may well lead to opportunity to share Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's so important. It's such a good, such a good uh, way to look at that, finding out what's important to the other person. And, uh, you know, I, I saw that in, in Jesus' life throughout these situations in Luke, uh, you know, when, when Jesus passed by Levi and called him to be a disciple, uh, he didn't, he never told him to leave his job, his occupation as a tax collector, which was one of the lowliest occupations you could have had in Israel. Uh, he was an outcast. He didn't have a community to go back to. And yet Jesus went to his community, his people, his friends and sinners that, uh, that, that knew Luke or the, excuse me, the new Levi, and hung out with him. He spent time with him. Uh, and as a result, uh, Levi uh, became a very, very strong follower. In fact, uh, wrote the, what we consider to be the first gospel in, in, our, our, um, uh, in the New Testament and provides such a, a strong uh, uh, understanding of who Christ is um, in, in his context uh, in the gospel of Matthew. Well, Scott, I'm not a prophet, nor am I the son of a prophet, but I would predict that we're going to have another conversation about your new book, I hope so. Jesus's Table Topic, coming up here real soon. But I, I want to so. thank you for being well, here today and you. sharing your ideas and uh, the, the truth that God's given you uh, to help us to do what it takes to work on this uneven road that God's given us in ministry. Yes, thank you very much. I appreciate being here. Scott's new book, Jesus's Table Talk, is available from... Wiffenstock Publishers at www.wiffenstock.com or on Amazon.com. Just search for Scott Townsend, Jesus's Table Talks. Have a great day.